business rock stars. Kelly Kennedy here. And today I wanted to introduce you to my business, Capital Business Development, where we don't just see businesses. We see your potential to change the world. We see your passion, your dedication, and drive to do something extraordinary. And we're here to help you bring that vision to life. At Capital Business Development, we understand that behind every business is a visionary, someone with the determination to make a difference. Whether you're a startup with a big idea or an established company aiming to expand your impact, we're here to support you every step of the way. Our mission goes beyond traditional business development. We're committed to nurturing your dreams and empowering you to achieve greatness. From strategic planning and networking to hands-on support and personalized coaching, we provide the tools and guidance you need to succeed. So if you're ready to transform your vision into reality, look no further than Capital Business Development. Visit us today at www.capitalbd.ca to learn more about how we can help you unleash your potential to change the world. Your dreams matter. Let's make them happen together. Thanks for listening. Let's get back to the show. The great Mark Cuban once said, business happens over years and years. Value is measured in the total upside of a business relationship, not by how much you squeezed out in any one deal. And we couldn't agree more. This is the Business Development Podcast, based in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and broadcasting to the world. You'll get expert business development advice, tips and experiences, and you'll hear interviews with business owners, CEOs, and business development reps. You'll get actionable advice on how to grow business. Brought to you by Capital Business Development, capitalbd.ca. Let's do it. Welcome to the Business Development Podcast. And now your expert host, Kelly Kennedy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 55 of the Business Development Podcast. Wow, 55. It still blows my mind. I look back, you know, it's only been six months. We have really just celebrated six months for like six months in a week. Uh, on the business development podcast. And it's just, it's so crazy to have been part of the progression of this show along with you, our lovely listeners, because the reality is the show is nothing without you. And I appreciate it so much. I appreciate all of the kind messages, all of the emails, the reach outs, the thank yous, the inspirations, just letting me know how this show has affected your life and how it's improved both you and your businesses that you represent. And it's just so freaking cool. It is so cool, uh, my business development podcast community. I'm so thankful for each and every one of you. Thank you so much for showing up week over week and joining me on this uh, on this adventure. Because <laughs> that's what it really is. The business development podcast is an adventure. While I'm sharing, you know, my experiences and lessons with you, and you guys are equally sharing your experiences and lessons back with me. And I appreciate it so much. And I just, I love to be here with you. I love to do this week over week. And today I decided um, I'm going to do it. We're going to talk about me. <laughs> We're going to talk about my adventure. We're going to talk about the path of Kelly Kennedy that led him to this microphone. And uh, I think it'll be really fun. And I'm going to actually title this episode, A Love Letter to BD, because that's really what it is. I I love business development. I, I truly am incredibly thankful 
for for the opportunities that were presented to me uh, that led me down this path to get me into a business development role and for me to be able to grow and grow and grow in that role year over year you know for over the last decade plus like <laughs> it's uh, it's crazy to see the progression uh, and and you will each experience your own progression and i'm sure one day you'll be in a similar situation looking back and realizing that every step you took along the way led you here and uh, you don't choose bd bd chooses you and it's always a cool a cool moment when you recognize that that's really what happened Anyways, before we kick off today's episode and we go down that long rabbit hole of a story, I wanted to give a gigantic thank you to Justin Dionarine. He was our our uh, expert guest uh, for last last Sunday's episode. His episode was episode fifty four. Listen to your employees with Justin Dionarine. And Justin, it was absolutely amazing having you on chatting organizational psychology. I know you educated not just me, but all of our listeners, and we are all incredibly grateful. And thank you for the amazing tips for employee retention and to benefit the employees of each one of our companies. That was amazing. So once again, big thank you to Justin. Thanks for coming on the show. All right. Well, let's jump into it. So let's go back. Let's go back quite a few years now. Goodness, I'm thinking back on the dates and it's like, I'm 34 years old. I'll be turning 35 this December. And uh, I really started this journey, this journey in my life when I was actually 17 years old. And when I was 17, I grew up in a city outside of Edmonton. I grew up in a city called Spruce Grove, Alberta, Canada. And uh, it's a small city. There's not a ton of people. I don't know the exact census, but I would say not more than probably 50,000 people. It might be a little more now, but back then it was it was quite small when you really consider it in the grand scheme of things. And we had like a handful of car dealerships. And I know when I was in high school, you know, we wanted to work at the car dealership because, of course, we get to play around with all these sweet new cars is what our, what we all thought, right? <laughs> and uh, I, uh, I eventually had a friend from school uh, start working there and uh, kind of gave me a lead in. I remember dropping a handful of resumes and I got a job working on the lot, parking cars at uh, at the local Dodge dealership in Spruce Grove back then. And uh, that was a really cool experience. And I did that throughout all of high school. And it was awesome because, you know, I mean, it was pretty straightforward. You had to go out, you had to park cars, you had to pull cars around, clean them up, that sort of thing. But I learned how to really, really, basically, I learned the the insides of each one of these vehicles. And I really learned the ins and outs of of understanding a product. And what I didn't realize then was that's what I was kind of being groomed to do was to understand products understand the values, the features, the things that make them great. And really what it ended up doing was priming me real well for eventually trying my hand at selling some of these cars when I was older. And uh, so I ended up working at Grove Dodge all through high school. And I remember I was just about 18 and I went and talked to the to the sales manager of the store and I'm asking him, hey, you know, like I'm almost 18. I know these cars inside and out. I probably know them better than half the salespeople on this lot would you be open to me trying my hand at sales? And I, he was he was a bit of a joking guy. He was a funny guy. Um, I'm not going to name him because some people may still know him, but he was a really good dude. He was a little bit different, but a good dude. And I remember he looked at me and just kind of gave me this silly grin and said, you know what, Cal? No, I'm not going to hire you because you have zero sales experience. And he was right. I didn't have anything at that time. And um, he said, though, 
if you go out and you go do something else for a little while, go try your hand doing sales somewhere else, come back in six months and I'll give you a try. <laughs> and so this is 18 and I'm like, okay, why not? So I literally the next week I went out and I ended up getting a job at a, a, a electronic store, a major electronic store in Edmonton, working as a salesperson in the uh, audio video section. And, uh, my gosh, I remember kind of going back there. I was chatting with Dale a little bit about it in one of my previous episodes because, you know, it's a lot of years now for me. Uh, like this is really like the beginning of flat screen TVs <laughs> was kind of that time. So it's kind of dating me a little bit. But I remember kind of working there and I was just a young punk learning, learning how it works, learning how to talk to people. But I remember watching the top salespeople at that store and they were vicious. And I mean vicious. Like, you couldn't you couldn't beat them to the person coming in the door. And these people, I kid you not, like this would have been, you know, probably 2008, somewhere in there, 2008, 2000. Yeah, I want to say 2008, 2007, 2008, something like that. And these people were selling over $100,000 a year. They were making over, sorry, I should say, they were making over $100,000 a year selling TVs at that time, but they were absolutely vicious and they would talk to everyone. They had no fear. And you could always tell the younger salespeople because they're just reluctant to even want to go and talk to people. And it's, it's so funny because that was even me. You know, I look at me back then and I was not the guy that I am today. And while I wouldn't consider myself a shark by any means, um, I definitely don't have the fear to go and talk to people like I did then. And we talk about this, you know, I, I've always struggled a little bit with uh, with anxiety. And so so when you're kind of dealing with uh, the fear of, of of anxious situations or conversations, sometimes that holds you back. I know for a lot of the beginning of my career, I had to work to overcome that. But um, yeah, even in that time, I just I remember watching them and they were just vicious with regards to how they would, you know, go out and because and, they were working on commission and they would just they would they would talk to absolutely everybody, but they would close stupid, stupid amounts of deals. And, um, you know, I remember watching them just thinking like, ah, like, like it seems sleazy at the time, but it's like, you know, I look back now and they were just making their living, but they were bloody good at it. And they knew exactly what to do and they knew how to do it right. And, um, you know, I think I learned a lot into my future by watching them and understanding that you need to have communication. You need to have effective communication with people to build a relationship, to build a rapport, and then to sell your product or service. But people want that connection first. And that was something that back then I really didn't understand. And I think a lot of people struggle to understand that. We like to think that people ultimately buy a product, right? And while that is true, while most likely they have bought the product, they're also buying the experience. They're buying the trust. They're buying it from you. You know, the reality is if people can buy something from you and buy something from someone else, if they like you, they're probably going to go buy it from you. And that was something that took me time to learn uh, throughout my business development career. But I did learn it in time. But that was something that I really did not understand back then. But anyways, I digress. I then did my time there. I must have worked at that electronics store for probably about a year. I think I gave it a little longer than six months. So the time had come and I made my way back to Dodge and uh, I went and chatted with the sales manager once again and said, hey, OK, I've done my time. I would like to try my hand back here in a product that I think I really understand and could work well with. 
And uh, yeah, at the time I was I was offered the position. I started the next week. And then, you know, one of the that would essentially be my key mark. I kind of think about that as the entrance into my business development time. And even though my time doing this was very short, and I'll explain why as we keep going, it um, it eventually led me down a path that that took me to business development. But I'm not sure that had I not went back at this time and and did my time and learned sales, like truly learned sales and, and customer negotiation and customer interaction, whether or not I would have ended up on my BD career. But um, I sucked at car sales. <laughs> I'm going to I'm just going to say that right off the bat. Car sales was definitely not uh, not the, the business for me. And, um, you know, back then things were different. It was hard. It was pushy. It was you have to close a deal on the spot. And that was really hard negotiation. And to this day, I hate that kind of sales. And I would never end up in that kind of sales again. That for me is just not the type of sales that I would ever want to find myself back in. It's tough. And you know what I mean? If that's your if that's your lot, and that's the kind of sales that you're doing, and it's really on the spot, pressure sales and, you know, power to you, I get it, you have a family to feed, but uh, you wouldn't find me, you wouldn't find me back in it, not after knowing what I know and, and doing my time. But I worked at, I worked doing that for uh, quite some time, probably about six or eight months yet again, I know that we were heading into 2009. So for those of you old enough to remember, 2008, 2009 had a absolutely horrible financial crisis. Basically, the United States housing market absolutely collapsed and took the world with it. And at that time, my gosh, people people couldn't get loans. That's what happened. We had people coming in and they couldn't get loans. The banks were not willing to take any risks. The, the requirements for loans went through the roof. And so even if you got people that really, really wanted a, a vehicle, unless they had the like the top notchest of credit um, or a huge down payment, a lot of these companies were not willing to loan them any money. And so working commission at a car lot at that time, um, yeah, it. you know what? I, I, I went hungry. <laughs> for a little while, as as most did. And uh, I think at that time, probably half to three quarters of the salespeople ended up leaving that business. It was uh, it was brutal, to say the least. It was a brutal time. And only, you know, the ones that stayed were those ones that had been there forever and had that repeat business, those people coming back to them over and over and over again. But that was the lesson learned. That was the lesson that I learned from this experience. If you build great relationships with people, they will come back over and over and over again, even if it's years down the line, those relationships will follow you. And so the reason that only the best salespeople at that car lot made it through that crisis was they had a backlog of customers who loved them, who loved dealing with them, who trusted them, who built a relationship and a rapport with them. And that took them into the next level. So I didn't necessarily realize that at the time, but hindsight now, 100%, that was a lesson to be learned from that situation. So, so anyways, that crisis ended up happening and I ended up leaving that. And what I went into after that was I went into part sales, <laughs> part sales at a very uh, well-known Edmonton uh, remanufacturing company. And uh, I did that for a lot of years and there were some really great people there. I think I ended up working there for about four years total. 
Uh, maybe not quite, maybe not quite four years, but definitely three. And I worked with a lot of really great people. It was an older company. There were lots of like the older generation that had been there 30 years retiring, but learned a lot about phone conversations, how to discuss with people, how to ask the right questions, which at the time, once again, didn't realize. But I guess the kind of the hindsight is, is that every one of these interactions taught me lessons that made me very, very great at business development when that time finally came. But there were absolutely a ton of phone phone interactions, a lot of repeat customers, lots of accounts that we manage um, that would just call us or call one specific person and ask for whatever parts they needed. And we would ship them over to their various businesses across the city. And yeah, I really enjoyed that job. And I, I you know what? That was also where I learned to appreciate good management. There was um, a couple managers at that company that, you know, they were very old then. And I don't even know if they're with us anymore. But they were absolutely great people. And I learned then that you can manage a company very well without being a total a-hole. <laughs> and, uh, and if there was kind of a lesson to be taken away from that, they, they taught me the type of manager that I would like to be, uh, which has made me a great business owner, it has made me great at dealing with employees, because I recognized early on that you don't have to be, you know, a you know what or treat people horribly to get great results, right? And there are always ways to have a conversation if you're not getting the results that you wanted. And so yeah, to this day, I still owe, I still owe probably the manager and, and the business owner that I am today to those managers. And I appreciate them greatly. So I ended up doing that for a little bit. And then uh, I forget what ended up happening. I I left that business and I ended up going to a different parts company down the line. And this was heading uh, pretty well right into around 2010. And uh, around that time, same thing. I forget what was going on, but there was definitely a bit of a, a bit of a recession going on. There was a lot of cost cutting. And I remember that I ended up getting laid off from that position. And not really knowing quite what to do, <laughs> a silly turn of events, I ended up going into armed guard work for a little while. And yeah, it sounded kind of cool. Uh, I loved I loved going to the gun range and shooting guns. And it's something that me and my family have done for many, many, many years. I grew up on farms and, and uh, had cousins that had guns. And so, yeah, it seemed like a really neat path. And I ended up doing that for a bit. And uh you know, I did that for probably about eight months and I had a very close friend pass away very quickly, very unexpectedly. And it uh, honestly, it threw me for a total loop. I, 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 you know, I was very young, very young at this point. I want to say that I was around 20 years old and I just, you know, I wasn't really sure what to do with my life. And I know like at that moment, I was really thinking like, I can't do this. I remember having a real fear that if I continued to do this, like I was I was going to die. Like I genuinely felt I, you know, I think it, it just had a lot to do with that situation in that moment. And I just thought, you know what, this wasn't for me. And so uh, I quit that job. And I remember sitting around thinking, what the heck am I going to do now? And my sister had just went to college and she goes, look, Kelly, it's time. You know, you're you're almost at the time. I think I was I, I, I think I was 21 at this point. I think she goes, you know, you're 21 years old. You haven't figured out what you're going to do with your life. So to this day, I still owe my sister a gigantic thank you for giving me a swift kick in the butt and uh, sending me off to college because I'm not sure that I would have done it otherwise. And uh, she 
I remember going there and I'm sitting in the enrollment center and they're asking, well, you know, like, what would you like to go for? And I was like, well, you know, I, I know I want to go for business because I've been doing sales forever. And I think I just really want to get out of sales. Like, I'm going to I'm going to take business. I'm going to just go run operations somewhere and do the day to day. And I won't have to fall back on this silly sales stuff that I've been in absolutely forever since I was, you know, at this point, 18. Right. And in my mind, it's so naive how how Kelly was thinking at this time. But I was literally just thinking like, oh, yeah, I'll just go and I'll I'll, I'll just end up in some type of business thing that has nothing to do with this. And I won't have to deal with people and I can just <laughs> sit in a room and crunch numbers or make business decisions. This is literally what was going through my head at 21. Um, I knew nothing about business, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I ended up in uh, at, a, at a local community college and taking business courses. And uh, my gosh, yeah, that year absolutely flew by and uh, came out, had a diploma in, in business and men and uh, ended up shopping for jobs. Same thing, just looking for like an operations job. And there was there was a position that came up at a local inspection firm that was relatively new. And uh, I think at the time they were only a year and a half old, like very, very, very new. And uh, so I, I ended up applying for this job and uh, and got interviewed by a very new business owner. And he was talking about my experience and was interested in my past in sales and thought that we might be able to help. And and that was it. Once once I got hired, I actually got hired for a business admin position. But very, very quickly, the reality that I, I was incredibly good at interacting with customers kind of started to come forward and, you know, it wasn't, I wasn't there for more than a month and I had doubled my salary. I like, I kid you not. I think I came into that position at like something like 15, 16 bucks an hour, just looking for work experience. And within, within one month, I was over $30 an hour at this position. Um, that's just how effective that I ended up being right off the bat. And, uh, yeah, so that was it. That was, that was, you know, back in the early, early two, 2010s, right? And uh, we had some really crazy years and I learned a lot in that time. And I was cutting my teeth on business development and operations at the same time. It was kind of a bit of a dual role where I was trying to not only close the positions, but then also, you know, facilitate the onboarding and and the the uh, positioning of these people at the various locations that they needed us on. And yeah, I ended up staying at that company for a little over nine years as an employee and then a whole nother year as, as a contractor when I started Capital Business Development. And, you know, I uh, I one day will spend a little more time, I think, talking about that time. But, you know, I owe I owe that man, uh, you know, my career, frankly, I really do. And uh, I, I appreciate him greatly. And I don't think he necessarily listens to this show. But if he ever does, I hope he listens to this episode. Because, uh, you know, the reality is I would not be the person I am today without the opportunities that was presented to me by that position in that company. And I would not have found my love for business development in the way that I have found it. And uh, the reason that this show is so critically important to me is really that I truly love business development. Business development came out of nowhere. It chose me even when I was trying to run from it. <laughs> I think about that as kind of funny, a little bit of ironic sometimes that, that I literally went to school to get away from from essentially sales. But yeah, business development in like. And ended up loving it more than ever. Ended up back in a position and recognizing that, frankly, it is one of the best positions in any company, bar none, period. It is truly a game-changing position. Every company needs somebody out there advocating for it. And without uh, without business development, 
you know, companies just don't make it. And it, it's just such a crazy, cool position to be in when you recognize, you know, the impact that you have on a business, frankly, is not greater in any other position than business development. Business development has such uh, a high level impact on the success or failure of any business. And when done correctly, it can be exponentially valuable. And I mean, I mean that exponentially 10x, 10x, 20x, depending on the contracts that you bring in for your for the businesses you're working on, depending on the relationships that you generate and create, they truly mean, you know, they, they are the difference between whether a business makes it or fails good business development. That's really it. And obviously, yes, you have to have your operations. It all has to go go right. But I think we have to assume that most businesses would not exist if they could not actually achieve, you know, the goal of their business, right? If they could not, if they could not provide their, their core service. So without business development, that core service can never happen. Those relationships are never generated. And uh, it is just truly special. It has, it has a very special place in my heart. And I want to just talk to all my business development people, because I know you're listening. I know that this show specifically you're listening to. And I want you to know that, my gosh, I value and appreciate each and every one of you. And you guys should all be honored, honored to be in the position that you are, because your company could not make it without you guys. Truly, you guys are the knights in shining armor of your businesses. And uh, I want you to know that I, you know, I value each and every one of you. And, uh, you know, I'm with you. I really am. I really believe in what you're doing. And I'm grateful that you come here for advice on a weekly basis. And I truly hope that I'm able to, uh, to provide that week over week over week. And I hope even out of this one, you get a little bit of <laughs> a little bit of value. But I really do want you to know that you are special. Your business could not do it without you. You are a key integral part of whatever business you work at. And if you're the business owner, same thing. You are you are key and you are probably doing the business development if you're listening to this show. And it is critical. It is critical that you spend the time and you learn how. But the reality is, I'm proud of you. You wouldn't, you know, people that don't succeed don't listen to shows like this. They're not trying to find a better way. They're not trying to better themselves. And the reality is if you're listening to this show, that's what you're trying to do. And it's absolutely amazing um, to be here for you and to be able to do this with you. And I just want to thank you for joining me on this adventure. And I hope that I can continue to do it with you for a very, very, very long time. So I've long believed that business development is the best job in any company. And uh, even after years of running my own business and knowing the headaches that go along with that, I, I think I still believe that even though it's a business development firm and I still actively do business development along with my employee, you know, the reality is, is that the business development is still the best part of the job. It really is being able to get out there and make those connections and have those lunches and have a laugh and introduce new products and, you know, really, really improve people's businesses and lives is pretty hard to beat. It is pretty hard to beat. And I think today I was kind of trying to look back and think of all the different jobs and positions and life lessons that I learned along the way that got me into this life of business development. But, you know, the reality is it all got me here. You know, every life choice that I made led me to this path that I'm on. And just like for each and every one of you, Every life choice that you have had has led you to this business development career or business ownership or entrepreneurship or whatever venture that you are on right now. And uh, we all have to be thankful for the journey. And I think it's important, too, to think that if you are in a if you're struggling right now, if you are going through struggle, if your business is struggling, if maybe you're struggling to close deals 
or whatever. Remember, it's this point in your life is just another step in the long journey. And one day you'll look back and you'll be like, yes, okay, I see the lesson that I was supposed to learn here. or I see the good in this situation. And so if you are struggling right now, understand that you're only going to be struggling for a moment. And one day you'll be able to look back at the struggle and recognize that it was a key point in your life lessons of path. And, and, and you know, things do tend to get better over time. So what are some of the benefits of being in business development? Let's talk about it. Let's let's shout from the rooftops. We're BD people, right? We get to drive company growth. Really? Like what's more critical in any business? Period. Tell me. Because I can't think of anything more important than the growth of your company. Because if you're not growing, you're probably dying or or you're struggling. And we need to be moving it to growth. Business development people are key drivers in business growth. Effective business development grows companies, period. We get to make connections that last a lifetime. Think about this. Yeah, sure. You have connections at your various businesses that you work at. But you may not be at the business you're at forever, and they most likely will not be at the business they're at forever, but those connections stay. I still have friends that I, you know, that I worked with in those 10 years when I worked in, in, at, uh, at the inspection firm that are still just absolutely amazing people that I absolutely still love to go grab lunch with sometimes and just shoot the shit and, and reconnect. And if they end up starting at companies that I can service or that, or that one of my customers can service, that connection is still there. And I can call out to them at any time. I can set up meetings with them at any time. Those connections follow you and they follow you for a lifetime. And some of them will be friendships for a lifetime. And I can't really put a price on that. I, you know, it's critical that, you know, your relationships in business are absolutely everything. And business development gives you the power to build incredibly strong, great relationships over time. You get to be involved in corporate direction. You know, I, I don't know about you guys, but when I worked at that other business, I was involved in any type of corporate direction meeting. So you get the high level picture about what's going on in any organization. What are the goals? What are the new the new ventures? What are the new plans? You know, what are the revenue goals? You get to know you get to not just know, but participate in the forward movement of a company. And heck, that makes for a great story. It really does, you know? Like, I watched that little inspection firm grow from this tiny, tiny inspection firm making no more than $300,000 a year in their first couple of years to within four years making over $6 million and becoming a leading inspection organization, not just in Edmonton, but in Canada as a whole. That was pretty freaking impressive. And I got to be involved in every part of that. And so I got to learn those lessons as well, which was absolutely amazing and has helped me greatly in the growth of my own company. You know, I talked about it just there. You get to be involved in the organization at the highest levels. Most BD people work directly with the owners of the business or the highest level directors in the business. So you get to know, you get to know things that not everyone gets to know. You get to learn about the direction. You get to learn about corporate priorities. You get to learn about all sorts of things. You get to make really great connections in the organizations you work at. That's pretty tough to beat in any position. You get a balanced work schedule, balanced work schedule. I know I'm not speaking to all my BD people. I get it. I get it. Not all of you get a balanced work schedule, but most of you do. I would argue that most of you are probably working a pretty cushy nine to five job most days. And uh, yeah, you get to go home to your families most nights. And I get it. Yeah, there's nights you're on the road or there's nights you're at trade shows or whatever else. I get it. But the reality is, is that most of the time, you get a very normal life. 
with a really great job to boot. And that's pretty tough to beat. That is really tough to beat. There's a lot of people working a hell of a lot harder than your BD people for their money. And they don't get to go home to their families at night. So you need to be thankful for that as well. We get to travel, right? We get to travel. BD people get to travel. And it's friggin' awesome. Um, you know, I get it. Not all travel's great. If you travel too much, it sucks. And I know this is hard to like understand if you're talking to people that don't travel much. You know, you look at us and think that we're flying all over the place and life's fine and dandy. But um, no, it's not always fine and dandy. And you know, I work with people that that travel like 90,000, 100,000 kilometers of flight time per year. They hate it. <laughs> they absolutely hate it. And I feel bad for them because I get it. That would suck. But most of us get a light travel, right? We're not we're not going that far. So we get to see parts of the country that maybe other people wouldn't. We get to take drives that other people wouldn't. We get opportunities to learn, which I'm going to do an entire show on about the stuff you can learn during car rides and maximizing those trips. But yes, travel. We get to travel as, and see different places and meet new people as part of the position. And that's pretty cool. We get personal growth. And what do I mean by this? Yeah, I get it. All companies, for the most part, provide some type of training or might send you to a seminar here and there. But what I'm talking about is the kind of personal growth that makes you a better person. Yes. So we talk about this show all the time, right? And I talk about my struggles, right? My struggles with social anxiety with, and you know, you'd never know it, right? Like I, 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 you know, I was funny. I was talking with, I was talking with Edmonton Chamber not that long ago and the conversation came up and, uh, and uh, Ken called me out and he goes, oh, you don't really look like that much of an introvert. And it's true. I'm sure on the, on the face of it, I don't look that way, but that's, that's after years and years and years of personal development that I got on the job working in business development, learning to handle high anxiety situations and overcome them. And it has made me better, not just in business development, but in any high social anxiety thing in my life. Like it could be a wedding. It could be anywhere that before would have caused me a lot of struggle. Now I'm fine. And that was through, that was through personal growth that I got to have on the job being in business development and overcoming my personal fears and anxieties. And it makes me better each and every time. And I owe that to business development. You get to help companies accomplish their highest goals, their highest goals, right? Companies don't grow without business development. They don't grow without someone pushing their direction in the right direction. And while, you know, you need the right tools to work from in business development, if you have them, the sky's the limit. The sky's the limit. The limit is you, the business development person, and how far you're willing to push that company. But the reality is you might push that company to Microsoft. You might push that company to, I don't know, Starlink or something like that. And next thing you know, you know you're know, you in a boardroom with someone like Elon Musk. You never know. It's really your limitations. It's only how far you're willing to go. And that's on you. And that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool that you get to, you can be that bar. You can be the person who says, you know what? I know that you only want to get to you only want to get to the earth, but we're going to take you to space, right? Like that is really in the power of business development people. And that is pretty freaking cool. And of course, personal reward, right? We get fairly great pay. We get benefits. We get intrinsic goals. There's lots of benefits to just being in business development uh, at most companies. So it's very, very awesome. And BD chooses you. And only the luckiest of individuals get to realize how special that is. And if you're listening to this today, that is you. You have the power to change the world with your BD skills. So go do it. That is the end of episode 55 of the Business Development Podcast. 
If you've enjoyed this show, please rate, follow, leave us a review. Greatly appreciated. We do a monthly uh, community questions episode. You can shoot any questions you have to the show at podcast at capital BD.ca. Shout outs this week, Justin Dio Narine, Daniel Altman Jr., Abby McCann, Sashin CS, Jason Chakalakal, David Steffen, Lauren Cromey. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for the messages and kind words. Until next time, this has been the Business Development Podcast, and we will catch you on the flip side. This has been the Business Development Podcast with Kelly Kennedy. Kelly has 15 years in sales and business development experience within the Alberta oil and gas industry and founded his own business development firm in 2020. His passion and his specialization is in customer relationship generation and business development. The show is brought to you by Capital Business Development, your business development specialists. For more, we invite you to the website at www.capitalbd.ca. See you next time on the Business Development Podcast. Business Rockstars, we at the Business Development Podcast humbly invite you to be part of our journey. Despite our global reach spanning over 130 countries and our status as an award-winning show, we remain committed to delivering valuable insights and engaging content to our audience of decision makers. With two episodes released every single week and a back catalog of over 100 episodes, we strive to provide our listeners with the latest strategies and trends in business development and business growth. Why consider sponsoring us? Our listeners trust us to deliver authentic, informative content, making it an ideal platform for you to showcase your brand in a genuine and meaningful way. Choose from flexible sponsorship packages tailored to fit your advertising needs. With a back catalog of over 100 episodes and an average of eight new episodes released every single month, there are plenty of opportunities for you to connect with our audience. If you believe that your brand aligns with our humble mission, Reach out to us at podcast at capital bd.ca. Let's start a conversation and explore how we can collaborate to elevate your brand together. Thank you for considering us. Send us an email at podcast at capital bd.ca and let's partner for the future.